Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. Oh, yeah, we got one more hour of this uh, show. 570-883-0098-1800-437-0098. I'm Sue Henry. I'm sitting in for Bob Cadaro, and it's my pleasure to be here. And I've been uh, kind of uh, going over a couple different things about why, uh, you know, things are not as they seem uh, and news sources are not as they seem and you can you could trust whomever you want but i'm willing at this point to look at some of the alternative news sources in this country for information that is uh not as processed as some of the other news and if you still trust these guys that's that's fine i just don't at all ever because so much of what we've been told has been revealed to be erroneous and a lie. That's all there is to it. You you can make it, you could be an apologist for the Biden administration and to try to say that things are, are different than what they are, but they're not. It, it, anybody who and again, the grocery store and the gas station are the barometers of what's happening now to the American consumer. Yes, gas almost touched $4 recently. And when when Donald Trump left office, on the day he left office, depending on who you believe, the price of gas was either 238 or 239. It was one of those two prices, depending on how, you, how who you believe. When Donald Trump left office, that was the price of gas. That is a fact that you can look up. That's what it was. And now it's uh, it's 3.99. It's uh, 3.96, whatever. It's not good. And the price of gas impacts the price of these uh, commodities that we are now seeing rising fast. which is not good. A lady I know, Leslie, she's listening. She can't call because she feels like her baby might interrupt the phone call. So I'll tell you what she said. Uh, Since the recession of 08, uh, she and her friends have always joked about the price of oyster crackers. And uh, (laughs) that's how you know things are bad because uh, they used to be 29 cents and now they're $3.99. 
So when you look at this, I look, I, you can you can go yourself. You don't have to trust me. I am in the store a lot more than the people in Washington purchasing things. I can guarantee you that. And I, I see these prices. A lot of these prices, once again, can be tied back to Joe Biden's disastrous energy policies. It's as plain as the nose on your face. That, that It's true. I don't think this should be in dispute. They can be tied back to what Joe Biden has done in this country to energy prices. His uh, lust for green energy may be noble. And as I've mentioned previously, but let me hip you again, if energy can be produced in an efficient manner that benefits the American consumer and it can be done using alternative technology that is affordable, I will support it. I will support it. But you just can't shove all this stuff down the throats of people. It's the wrong approach. It, it just is. And this has been very detrimental to this country. That It's true. The, the fact that they've clamped down on energy production in America has been detrimental while pursuing this green energy policy that I will support and I will back when the time is ready. <laughs> but for now, it doesn't seem to make a whole hell of a lot of sense. That's all. It's, it's simple. When you looked at your commodity bills from last winter, how did you feel? We had a mild winter and people were getting killed, killed on their commodity prices. Natural gas, electric, God forbid you had an oil tank in your yard. The, the commodity prices were detrimental to American people. It, this is it, – it's there. There's there there. And we have the resources right now – and a lot of them are here in northeastern Pennsylvania to help ourselves and the rest of the world. But now, even if you think, if you're some sort of uh, investor and you even think about uh, fossil fuels, <laughs> you, you can't do it. They, it. They've made it prohibitive that you can even do that. It's bad. And it all goes back to this lust for green energy, which, uh, again— if done efficiently and effectively, will be good. But in the meantime, to make people suffer when they don't have to seems wrong. This is Ernie of Falls. Hi, Ernie. Hi, Sue. It's always great to hear your voice on the radio. Thank you, Ernie. I miss you a lot. Thanks. <laughs> uh, maybe someday uh, you can sell me a piece of real estate. I would love I don't know to. That for sure. I would love to. You just call me up and we'll go out and about and see a zillion different things. So just let me know. Oh, that sounds interesting, Sue. All right, buddy. <laughs> okay. Now about the, well, I'll start with the uh, heating uh, fuels. Now, typically this time of the year, propane, which I use to heat the house and a couple other things, uh, is down in price okay. because there's not a lot of demand. Well, I just got filled up uh, about two weeks ago, 
and the price is up 80 cents per gallon, we'll say, over what it was in February. Wow, and in a time when it should be not as expensive. Exactly. And what if does anything, that tell you? Been... So what does that tell you, Ernie? Does that put your <laughs> that... spidey senses all up like, oh, boy. Get ready. Oh, as soon as I, yeah, as soon as I saw it, I'm thinking, you know, this is propane, which is typically lower than uh, a lot of other fuels. And I'm thinking, what about these poor retirees? What about these people with families that have to heat their home with oil or natural gas or whatever, or God forbid, electric? You know, how are they going to afford it come cold weather if this is the price during warm weather? Now, uh, is you that know, now, I Ernie? I, I I see propane being used here and there on on different properties. How much can you mm-hmm. possibly store of of propane? Do you, would you have to replenish? Because the tanks to me don't look too terribly large. Although maybe I'm looking at them wrong. Well, like the tank that I have is about 250 gallons. We'll say okay. So it, it stores quite a bit, and it heats my house. Typically, during a normal... Where did he go? And now he's gone. Uh-oh. Ernie, are you there? Oh, no. I See, this is what happens. And this, Ernie. Here. Oh, there you are. We, oh, yeah, we lost <laughs> you. So uh, you told us you had a propane tank. It was 250 gallons. And then uh, the, and bla- the, black heli- yeah, the black helicopter parked right over you. Exactly, saying Biden forever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that will t- that will typically take me through half a winter, and I use that for cooking also. But about three, three and a half months, I'll get out of that tank, which is great. You know, uh, you get one fill up, and you're good until this time of the year. And now, at this time of the year, with the price being up so high, I figure it's going to go through the roof come December, January, when I need the next one. And I feel bad for everybody, because all of them are going to follow suit. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> about your potatoes. Yes, tell me all okay. about my potatoes that were I, lousy. <laughs> I'm going to say this. We have a trucker shortage that is unbelievable. And most of the trucks that are rolling are already uh, scheduled for this, that, or the other. So what happens is some of our fruits, vegetables, and stuff get stuck on a dock somewhere for a while. Oh, okay. And by the time, and this is what I think is happening more than a blight or something like this. Um, it's, It's a sad fact. But with a couple of states uh, saying, oh, we don't want any tractors uh, under a certain year hauling anything through our state, like California, and with the advent of electric uh, trucks coming on the road that only have a 250-mile radius on the flats, how much more, you know, how much more is a potato going to look like mush? Well, I mean, you may be onto something, Ernie, and what you say does make a lot of sense. But what I always think is here we are in the prime of summer. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe local suppliers would get a chance to give us some potatoes or some half, uh, yeah, half decent cucumbers or whatever. 
cukes are uh, coming off the vine now. Corn uh, is spotty, but will be coming off uh, real soon. The potatoes uh, are end of the month, I think. Okay. Uh, from what I remember, the growing season, we're right. We're right about there. But I don't think there's a lot of potatoes being grown in the area. Maybe I'm wrong. I think we're more uh, the vine fruits. I mean, uh, vegetables rather than the beets, potatoes variety. So, you know, keep an eye on the farmer's market, Sue. Absolutely. Absolutely, Ernie. It's just that I work so bloody much that I don't have time to oh, go. Oh, I understand. Yeah. And and you you got a 24-7 job on top of it. Tell me about it. I was uh, texting at 1030 last night. That's got to stop, by the way. I'm going to put the phone yeah. down. All right, Ernie. Thanks yeah, for uh, exactly. thanks for your uh, Sue, comments. It's a pleasure. Th- thanks for giving me time. I appreciate sure. it. Sure. Somebody said the problem with potatoes is they're harvested once a year. Oh, see, we are. This is where we learn together about what's happening. Uh, once a year in the fall, and they are stored. We're coming to the end of the potato storage crop from last year. That's why they're terrible. They will be getting better in about four to six weeks. When the new crop is, oh, thank the Lord, because I got to say, they are terrible. Here comes uh, Bill of Clark Summit. Hi, Bill. Hi, Sue. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I am a truck driver. Uh, The reason that we're having a shortage and stuff like this on produce and merchandise sitting on the dock is because the brokers don't, uh, the companies don't want to pay the broker fees. The brokers buy and sell their, their they're allowed to do it, I guess, once or twice. Nobody wants to pay the truck driver. And was was so right now? I'm making sixty two cents a mile. So they and that's and then after the broker fees and everything else, the companies don't want to haul for next to nothing. So that's why things sit. Well, I mean, if they sit, they get ruined. So what's the story here? Is this just? To, is it like a, a standoff to see who's going to blink first, or what? What it boils, what actually it boils down to is it's supply and demand, price. Uh, would you want, I'm going to use you an example if that's all right. Sure. Uh, would, you want, would you want to haul produce for 50 cents a mile while the broker sits there? All right, I'm going to charge you, they want 3000 a company wants $3,000 to haul the produce. Well, it's not going to get hauled for $3,000. We want you to haul it for $1,800. <laughs> It's a a standoff is what it boils down to. Look with all the merchandise that came in that was sitting on the dock. Look at all the stuff still sitting on the dock in New York and California. Merchandise from overseas. So you could could say from your experience, Bill, that the fact that everything is is lousy in the supermarket now. I mean, have you been? Everything has mold on it. Nothing lasts. The... uh, Things are rotten. That's that's directly tied to this kind of standoff that you're witnessing. I things are things are. In, I was in Walmart the other. Oh, sorry, I was in Walmart the other day shopping, and the shelves half the stuff that you normally would go for that normally you're used to seeing. It's not there. Yeah. Why isn't it there? There's there's no reason for it. I grant you. Yes, uh, there is a trucker shortage, but yellow yellow just uh, went under. So right. it's like. 30,000 truck drivers out there. So, yeah, so that, well, that's, I mean, the company goes out of business, but you said there's a shortage. So will these truckers 
go elsewhere to work? And would that alleviate? You didn't say there was a shortage. You said it's a standoff. Okay, the other guy said it was a shortage. Will that will the will that help at all? I don't, unless things change, I don't foresee it uh, happening immediately. It may take a while, but who pays for it in the long run? Yeah. The consumer. You and I, buddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Very um, much so. And, you know, companies, like you said, companies, you got drivers working for companies that aren't, you know, a lot of companies want the long hauls. They want the big bucks. Right. You have to do the, you have to do the short hauls in order to, you know, like, hey, it may only cost you $600 to go here. So what? Take it. Get your name out there, you know? Yeah, you have to start somewhere, right, Bill? That's true. It was so great of you to call today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. Okay, ciao. 570-883-0098-1800-437-0098. Part fist fight, part educational exercise. It's uh, Sue Henry sitting in for Bob Cadaro today. A very well-constructed story about adultery. The Long Black Veil by the band. I just went on Twitter to see what's happening in the other people's alternative universe world. And I came across a, a clip of the president who is on vacation and apparently not taking questions about uh, what happened in Maui. He said he had no comment. Does anybody remember when we used to have disasters in this country and the president was actually responsible for it? Does any Does anybody also know that we had a president that was born in Hawaii? So has I don't know. Has Barack Obama said anything about this? I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Maybe it's because I didn't look hard enough. But to have a president not give any kind of uh, response or break his vacation to take care of a natural disaster or any kind of other anomaly that occurs seems to be uh, bad form. But what do I know? I just remembered I was here during Hurricane Katrina. I was working for this radio station and if they could have gotten tar and feather anywhere near George Bush, they would have tarred and feathered him because it was his fault and he killed everyone and how dare you and blah, blah, blah. Well, does Joe Biden bear any kind of responsibility for what happened in Maui? And, and is he able to give us anything besides no comment? He's been um, in Delaware for 12 of the last 14 days according to RNC research. So maybe you don't find the stat to be valid, but that's what they say. Of course, they look. Since taking office, Biden has spent 372 days or 39.7% of his presidency on vacation. It just seems to me that there are different rules for different people and that the outcry over this situation in Maui is muted. Why is that? Is it because it's in Hawaii and Hawaii is a nice place? So, uh, okay, they're in Hawaii. At least they're in a nice spot. It seems to me that, and I hate to say this, but it may be true, Oprah has done more in Maui than Joe Biden because Oprah was there and she was handing things out. At least she did something. Does it bother anybody? 
I know the American Red Cross has a relief fund and, and people are giving to that. But it just seems to me that based on where things happen, the geography of disasters, maybe some of them get less attention. In New Orleans during Hurricane Katrina, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of screaming and crying and gnashing of teeth and, of course, inaccurate reporting out the wazoo about what was happening there while uh, George Bush was the president. So is it fair to hold these presidents to the same standard or not? Is Maui a nice place and who cares? Sometimes I think people (laughs) feel that, oh, well, they'll they'll take care of it there. And since it's so far away, we can't see it and – uh, maybe we don't need to do anything, so let them just sort it out. Uh, should we care that the president gave a no comment today when asked about the Maui response while on vacation? Should he be having a press conference? Should he be gathering people together? He said he wasn't going to go there because he didn't want to create a distraction, and that's fine. But if you don't go there, what do you think? Is there a problem here? I don't know. There's different strokes for different folks, I suppose. 570-883-0098, We're going to take a break for our news with Brian Hughes on WILK. Then I will present a, a not too bad weather forecast. If it rains later today, do you care? I don't. Let it let it come in and... and wash the ground and feed the vegetables and whatnot. And then we'll uh, finish uh, the last portion of the show, which ends at noon. So if you want to text in, it's 570-883-0098. Or if you want to call in, it's 570-883-0098. This is WILK. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I was wrong about the news. Yeah, that's about the 80th error I made on the show today, but that's okay. Someday I'll get it all right. Well, it'll all come together like a beautiful dream. Brian Hughes will have the news at noon. I hope he didn't run around and throw papers in the air when I said that. 
Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Valerie Smock. Today, increasing clouds with showers and a high of 84. Cloudy tonight with rain, low 68. And on Tuesday, sun and clouds with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 83. It's 73 at WYLK. All right. So I asked you about uh, Joe Biden. And this, by the way, is on Twitter every three stories now where he was asked today about what was happening in Maui. And he said no comment. That's a shame. I know sometimes leading public figures don't like to offer a comment or they like to be prepared to offer a comment or whatever. I'm going to tell you, in a situation like this with the the team of individuals that is around the president, maybe just trying to encourage a comment is not a bad idea. I know sometimes in politics, there is a lot of thought into these comments. Well, what should we say? What should the statement be? I know that. And sometimes maybe no comment is the best comment. But I think in a case like this, something would be good. We stand with the people of Maui. Uh, The FEMA is working very diligently in order to uh, get what is needed. To the people of Maui, there are, of course, maybe some obstacles involved in in logistics with this. So to say, just to be perfectly candid with you, when a disaster happens in an area like this one, it may take several days to straighten out the response. But uh, let it be known that we are working 24-7 in order to bring relief to the people who have been impacted during this tragic disaster. Would that work? I don't know. I'm available. Anybody want to put me in? Just to say something, and it doesn't have to be great, but at the same time, it has to be, I I think it has to be done. And it wouldn't, I also don't think it would be wrong for him to have a a little bit of a formal statement. I know that uh, Maui is, is, far away from many people who live in this country. But at the same time, it strikes the tone of compassion, caring. And while you're doing this, while you're while you're giving this information out and perhaps a prepared statement, you could say, and for Americans who want to help, here is the text for the American Red Cross, or here is the phone number that you can call if you want to offer uh, your your own contribution to the people of Maui during this very difficult time. Is there anything wrong with any of that? Probably not, but no comment is a bad comment, and I stand by this. I do. Sometimes I know it's awkward. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's hard. I know that, you, that you're on vacation. Whatever. I don't think the presidency truly does have a vacation. So even if the president is, quote, unquote, on vacation, is the president on vacation? Probably not. Many of you who work in the modern world, you take a vacation, but what goes with you? Your work. Exactly. I just filled in for uh, one of the agents up in the office who was on vacation. And I'm here to say that I (laughs) she she worked very hard during that vacation and I was helping her. But I still see That even the normal average person, like a real estate agent who goes on vacation, isn't really on vacation. You are the president of the United States. 
it does not matter if you're in Delaware. You're still the president and you still have the duty to offer some kind of remarks on Maui. So say aye. Here's a Maureen of 44. Um, hello. I just wanted to say that um, I just talked with a neighbor of mine saying that you were, you know, what you were talking about on the TV, on, on the radio. Yes, ma'am. And that we, uh, you know, really appreciate your, your bringing that up. And that usually, in my experience, I mean, I'm an old woman, <laughs> you know, usually the presidents will uh, even take the opportunity, it seems like, to, to say, be presidential and say, I've directed this agency to do this, I've directed this agency to do that, just as you, you know, seem to outline on your show and to, you know, to, um, you know, make the, uh, American public confident in the fact, in their leadership and in the fact that this needs to be taken care of. And so, uh, I appreciate your bringing this out to us that, uh, you know, about his non-response, which is disturbing. Yes, and Maureen, I remember throughout the course of our history, uh, presidents like, oh, let's say Ronald Reagan when the Challenger blew up. The, the speech that he gave after the Challenger blew up was one of the most remarkable speeches I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, giving the, uh, the public comfort right. because it's so many people be upset about this, even if they don't have relatives there. That um, I mean, I have you know people that I know that are in Hawaii, and I wonder how they are. And so um, they're not relatives of mine, but I mean, you know, it's part of our nation. And so um, I, we, we appreciate your work in this regard. Well, I appreciate you calling, so it makes it uh, mutual. 1139 at WILK, something. Something is better than nothing. I know the president gets in trouble when he says too much. But if you have a couple of bullet points and you'd like to help us out here and express your condolences, uh, tell us where you are in in helping out these folks. I I understand it's kind of a little bit like a horror show there that they have uh, body fragments because when people were killed, it was just so violent and brutal that they're having a real hard time identifying the the victims of this disaster. And when people hear stuff like this, it makes them upset. So to kind of come out and give that comforting message that everything is being taken care of, there's no need for you to wear, worry, and here's how you can help, would take what? A grand total of four minutes. And if Joe Biden doesn't want to answer questions about Hunter Biden, so be it. Say say this. I am not here today to talk about that. We have a, a, a tragedy in this country, and here's what I'm here to talk about. It's not hard. It's 1140 here at WILK. Let's take the break. Oh, yeah. That's Acadian Driftwood by the band as we're playing the music of the band. And Robbie Robertson on WILK today. He passed away last week at the age of 80. And I am going to miss him because I thought he was tremendous. I thought he was a visionary. I thought he was a great songwriter, great guitarist, helped out with a lot of different projects and was very influential with other musicians. That also helped, believe it or not. Left a a great, great mark on uh, American music and kind of maybe helped with the genre of Americana, which is uh, pretty popular to this day. So good on him, good on the band. I look at some of these groups and I think uh, a lot of these guys are passing away now that were super influential and and helped the, the course of American music dramatically probably music in other parts too but the band were an american group and 
certainly were based and rooted in American storytelling, which I appreciate. I love story songs. I believe the stories are the foundation of life, and I always will. That's the way it is. Storytelling is a great art form. That's why you love television. That's why you get sucked into these shows that you watch because you're in a story and you can't get out and all of a sudden you're binge watching a whole season of something because it's storytelling. That is at the root of who we are. Even when we tell our own stories of our own history here where we live, it's great. If it's done right, people will pay attention. We can make our history interesting to people. All right. It's 1146 at WILK. And we have uh, Michael of Shavertown with us. Hi, Michael. Hi, Sue. Can you hear me now? I can. How are you? I'm wonderful. And I really appreciate the comments you had about the fact that can be looked up on the gas prices when Trump left office and what the gas prices are now. I also appreciate your comments about, you know, the commander-in-chief saying that he had no comment on a tragedy, you know, the worst tragedy in in the whole state uh, of the Union. And my comment is, or my question for you is, okay, knowing that it is as it is and we can spot the trend of the lack of concern for the regular people like you and me and everybody else in this valley, where are we going to be in three months, six months, and one year? And where are the elected officials who should be listening to us and not voting in block one way or another? Pick your side. It doesn't matter. However, the rest of us in the world, right here in Wyoming Valley as well, are putting up with exactly what you just mentioned. Well, I mean, it, it should be an opportunity for uh, all elected officials, Michael, to hold town hall meetings, to be present with constituents, to do meaningful work where you understand what their issues are. I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer. And anytime I see someone who has the courage to be with their constituents and not just the rich ones... I am I am appreciative. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. If you're there and you're listening, I appreciate you. If you're just listening to your top donors, then I'm I'm going to have to say that you're not doing a good job on behalf of the people and that's that's just the way it is. And now are you there? Okay, yeah, you agree. Okay, go ahead. I wholeheartedly agree. And since nothing has been done to address the gas prices and all the reasons for which it has happened, the rest of us who see it, where do we think this is going to go? Where do we think we're going to be in, you know, six months? Yeah, uh, Michael, I lost you again. I'm going to let you go. But Michael's right, and he's looking at uh, a long-term vision, which I agree with. And this is why I have concerns, because when I go to the supermarket now, And a head of lettuce in the middle of summer is $2.99 for a head of lettuce, and it's lousy. What is going to happen in the winter? When you look at where we are uh, seasonally, we should be in prime growing season. If 
Um, aluminum foil is $12.99, and that is, to me, it's uh, appalling and shocking. Like, I saw something like that with aluminum foil. Where will it be in the future? See, the, he's right. You take the three-month view, the six-month view, the one-year view, and uh, right now I have concerns and little bells are going off in my head. Maybe the next couple of weeks will prove me wrong and everything will be where it needs to be. I'm not so sure, but we'll keep looking. Things are subject to change. I'm willing to wait and see. Here comes the Bloomberg Money Minute on WILK. These songs are so good. The Shape I'm In by the band. We were playing band songs today on WILK. In honor of Robbie Robertson, who passed away last week at the age of 80, and uh, they are just so beloved to me. Maybe not you. Somebody was sour on them, but that's okay. Different strokes for different folks. It's fine. Mike Pence is considering choosing Chris Christie to be his vice president if he wins the nomination. Would you consider a Mike Pence, Chris Christie ticket? Oh, man. It's very interesting to me, but uh, does can either one of these two latch on to the type of numbers that they need to actually be serious candidates at all? Does this make you think, how about this one? Does this make you think more about Mike Pence or less? Uh, send me a quick text. Do you think more favorably of Mike Pence if he does choose Chris Christie as a running mate, five seven zero eight eight three zero zero nine eight. We'll do like a a little uh, quick poll. <laughs> do you think so? To to me, Chris Christie is is not my cup of tea, and uh, I just Mike Pence is a very nice man. I'll give him that, and Mike Pence to me is the kind of guy who has that sincere and thoughtful quality just to me your of course your opinion may differ but to me he seems sincere he seems genuine he seems true he doesn't seem like a big phony he doesn't seem to be bombastic he seems to be thoughtful so for all these qualities i appreciate mike pence and there may be the qualities that will hurt him in this race, too, because he seems like a a throwback politician. He seems like a guy who would have done fairly well a couple of years ago because of his earthy quality, the fact that he has legislative experience, all these things. But in this uh, schlobberknocker, I, I don't know if this is going <laughs> to... Now, that's me. Someone's just being mean, and I say before I read that, that's not nice. He missed his calling as Ken's dad in the Barbie movie. That's not nice. Oh, no. No, this isn't working for you guys. No, awful ticket. No, no. Wow. You're uh, violently opposed to this. And uh, somebody says Mike Pence is a turncoat trader, rhino, runt and a half. Wow, that's a pretty strong opinion. 
Uh, they people don't like Christy. They don't like Mike Pence. They don't like anything. They don't like the Barbie movie. No, no, no. It, this looks like a, a hearty no from the crowd that listens to this show. I want to say that this poll is not at all scientific. I just asked uh, quickly. Somebody said they like both of them, and then somebody said, "Ha ha 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 ha." Nay, N a y. Stop! You're killing me. No, I won't. <laughs> they are bad candidates, globalists. We're in trouble. No, no, no. Absolutely all caps. All caps, that means business. Thank you, though. It was nice to have this quick little poll at the end of the show to see where you stand. And it looks as though you believe that neither one of these guys has the right stuff. Although someone said they like both of them, and that's one person out of uh, several. So uh, we, we will take that with a grain of salt. Boy, it was fun to be here today, I thought. But it's fun to be anywhere uh, that, that's my philosophy in life. I, I do a couple of different things. This is one of them. I'm, I'm a real estate person. I do that. I come here. I do some other things as well. And it, it really does keep me off the streets. Oh, here's one for you. This is good. Hi, this is Jean from Buck Township. I would rather floss with a chainsaw than have Pence and Chris Christie in office. Well, you told me. Christy is a coyote. I'm not sure what that means. Does that mean he smuggles people? I don't know. But it was great to be here. I'll be back tomorrow, and I'm going to redeem Johnny Lucas because when I do the fake news game, I'm going to put in something that is obviously false that he can easily latch onto, and he doesn't have to struggle. Because who wouldn't? Who would believe that a story about? Um, a seminar put on by a museum about uh, demons, how, how great demons are for little children, would be a real news story. Well, it was, and we fooled him. Anyway, for sure, this time I'm certain Brian has the news on WILK and then the weather. Then Nikki Stone comes in. Rob O'Donnell is here. And then later on, it's the Ben Shapiro show on WILK. So you have yourselves a tremendous afternoon, and we'll talk tomorrow. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.